Hey everybody, welcome back to Artists Loving Artists, and I don't know what episode this is. It's been a little while, and I'm happy to be back. To be back. Uh, my last guest was my friend Bo, and we did a good episode on Wilco and Leon Bridges, and I decided to make a new segment for this pod. Um, I've done some solo episodes, but I thought it would be fun to do this kind of game. Um... I can talk on and on all day about, you know, my heroes and go in-depth in their songs, but I think it might be interesting to kind of mix it up a little bit and just go through my iPod and see what comes up. <laughs> I'm going to pick about three songs to just go through, and um, I would like to incorporate this with my future guests, too, because I feel that they might, they kind of feel, some of them feel overwhelmed at times when I ask them to pick, you know, their favorite artist to talk about and I don't really want them to feel that way so I think it would be fun to incorporate this with my future guests to pick uh just you know shuffle your iPod library and see what comes up and I'm going to talk about you know if there's a memory attached to it if there's something that really resonates with me or if it's just like a fluff song that I have (laughs) for um for no good reason so yeah um I talked about this idea with my boyfriend. He thought it was a good idea. And um, pretty much it. That's pretty much the gist of it. I hope you guys are doing good. Um, I do have another podcast that I've started called Bird in a Cage, if you're interested. Um, I do uh, mindset and anxiety coaching as well. And most of my clients are musicians, so it's nice to kind of intertwine these worlds. But um, Bird in a Cage is also available on iTunes, and there's a lot of stuff about personal development and anxiety, and I have a a lot of really great guests on there, so check it out. And stay tuned for, you know, more guests on this podcast, hopefully soon. Uh, But with that being said, I'm going to get my iPod ready, and I'm going to be as authentic and honest as possible and try not to skip over if there's an embarrassing song. (laughs) All right, see you in the next segment. Every turn I take, every trail I track, every path I make, every road leads back to the place I know where I cannot go, where I long to be. See the line where the sky meets the sea, it calls me, and no one knows how far it goes. If the wind is my sail on the sea, How far I'll go, I know Everybody on this island seems so happy on this island Everything is by design I know everybody on this island has a role on this island So maybe I can roll with mine I can lead with pride, I can make us strong I'll be satisfied if I play along 
Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I was not expecting <laughs> that song to come on. And I thought about changing it to start with the new one, but <laughs> I'm just going to go with it. Okay, the first song that came up on my iPod was How Far I'll Go from the soundtrack to Moana, the Disney, um, I don't know if it's Pixar, uh, Disney cartoon. Um, I love this song. I love this whole album, actually. Um, <laughs> there's something really beautiful about that, about um, the way they constructed the songs. Um, I There are a few things I want to talk about with it, actually. Um, so Lin-Manuel Miranda from Hamilton, I know, composed um, most of the, the, the lyrical songs, and then... Um, the score was composed by Mark Mancina. Um, and when I first saw this movie, I remember I saw it alone in a theater because I just have this, I have this weird connection to Hawaii and anything and everything. I just completely resonate with it. And this is not exactly a uh, Hawaiian. I don't believe it's Hawaiian. It's more Polynesian, but you know, it has the Hawaiian essence and roots in there. Um, so yeah, I remember seeing this movie and I, I loved, I loved the music, I loved um, the characters, I thought it was a great Disney movie, and I think the soundtrack is pretty close to um, how good The Little Mermaid was, honestly, I think it's one of the best ones, and The Little Mermaid is like my favorite Disney movie of all time. Um, there is a distinction in the way that <laughs> these songs on this soundtrack are, they, they do a lot of kind of falling melodies that really really like catch your heartstring or at least they catch mine and there has to be some kind of secret formula to Disney songs or you have to really really know these worlds I think in order to convey um, the character in such a way and to write lyrics like these um, How Far I'll Go is the the main title track I believe off of the, the main one that everyone knows the one the princess sings you know her her song um it's uh it's moana's part of your world basically <laughs> but it's a great song i love it um i love uh they they do like a lot of minor minor to uh more positive keys in a, in this whole soundtrack and it's just really cool um, I actually highly recommend it to anyone who is, who is a musician. You can hear the way they kind of play with melodies, and Lin-Manuel Miranda is just so good at songwriting. Um, I actually haven't even seen Hamilton, but I just know about him and, um, you know, how what he created and, and how talented he is. Um, so I recommend just listening to, to this soundtrack to study songwriting if you are a songwriter, honestly. Um... And it's got a lot of cute songs and stuff like that. But this one is definitely... I've definitely sang this at karaoke when it's been too late at night. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so that was the first one that came up on, on my Soto Shuffle. Saturday Night Soto Shuffle. Um, okay, so let's see what else we have. Uh, I'll be right back. Walk me home, sidewalk chalk, covered in snow Lost my gloves, you give me one Wanna hang out, yeah, sounds like fun 
video games You passed me a note Sleeping in tents It's nice to have a friend It's nice to have a friend Light pink sky Up on the roof Sun sinks down No curfew Twenty questions without the truth You've been stressed out lately, yeah, me too Something gave you the nerve to touch my hand It's nice to have a friend It's nice to have a friend So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have Taylor Swift's albums on my phone. I think I have, not most of them, I have a lot of her later ones. And I've always had a, I think like a lot of people, kind of a love-hate relationship with Taylor Swift because I basically grew up hearing her music and, um, you know, always kind of heard the love songs and <laughs> the really cheesy ones. But at the same time, I always respected that she was able to write her own songs and that she was successful for it um so when she started to come out with like um you know uh what was it 1989 and reputation those really caught my attention this one is from lover and it's uh called it's nice to have a friend i do love love lover i think it's a really good album and i think she did um a pretty good job of making um making an album that was I mean, she does this pretty much every time. She's she's good at making an album that is her, but is in a completely different world. She can kind of shapeshift into what her current reality is, and I don't think a lot of people can do that authentically. Um, some of her songs can be a little much, I would say. <laughs> there are a couple on Lover that I'm kind of like, I, I just don't, I just can't get it. Um, but you cannot deny that she can write a catchy song, and you cannot deny that she is so talented and you can't deny that, um, you know, she's basically, she's one of a kind. There's no one really like her. And I respect the hell out of her for that. Um, this song in particular doesn't really resonate on a deep, deep level. Um, she's pretty much saying it straightforward. It's nice to have a friend. She's listing out, you know, what, I guess, what makes this good friend a friend. Um, I like how she can be so uh, literal with her relationship talk and and make it in a way that it's like she doesn't really care if it comes off as cheesy in a certain way. <laughs> to me, that would bother me in a sense if I were writing a song about someone. But that's just who she is, and that's how she's developed her sound over the years. And, I mean, I I will always follow her music. I think she's interesting, and I think she's, she's again, talented. And um, I love 
lover of the album. I think it's great. And I haven't heard Folklore. Um, I've heard a couple of songs. They did not really resonate with me. I heard the one that, um, what is it? I think it's called Cardigan, that one they played on the radio. That one is good. Um, yeah, her songs always come at a time where I'm not really looking to listen to new tunes, but I'll I'll listen to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is good. This this is cool. But I've heard Folklore is actually one of like her best albums, so I'm sure the time will come where I'll listen to it. Um, but yeah, that's basically it for Lover. Uh, I'm sorry, it's nice to have a friend from Lover, the album Lover. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I respect you, T. Swifty. And I like your style. Um, okay. Oh, and I definitely pick all her songs to sing at karaoke as well. Okay, let's go into the next song. It's amazing how you make your face just like a wall. How you take your heart and turn it off. How I turn my head and lose it all And it's unnerving How just one move puts me by myself There you go, just trusting someone else Now I know I put us both through saying there wasn't nothing wrong I just didn't think you'd ever get tired of me and I'm not saying we ever had the right to hold on I just didn't want to let it get away from me but if that's how it's gonna be straight out from underneath then we'll see who's sorry now That's how it's gonna stand when you know you've been depending on the one you're leaving now. The one you're leaving now. It's aggravating how you threw me on and you tore me how your good intentions turned out The way you needed time to sort it out And I'm not saying, I'm not saying There wasn't nothing wrong I just didn't think you'd ever get tired of me And I'm not saying we ever had the right to hold on I just couldn't ever let you get away from me But if that's how you're gonna leave Straight out from underneath Then we'll see who's sorry now If that's how it's gonna stand when You know you've been dependent on The one you're leaving now One you're leaving out. The one you're leaving now. Now, now, now. The one you're leaving out. The 
saying There was nothing wrong I didn't think you'd ever get tired of me But if that's how you're gonna live Straight out from underneath You will see who's sorry that Okay, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was hoping all my songs would just be Matchbox 20 and Jackson Brown and the Goo Goo Dolls, but alas, not. Um, okay, so we just listened to Matchbox 20 leave from their album Mad Season, which is probably one of my favorite albums. I love Matchbox 20. Um, I did a solo episode on Rob Thomas, which you can hear. I think it's episode 15, maybe? I gotta double check that. Um... Yeah, I really like this song. Um, This whole album is basically, I mean, he doesn't think so, but my boyfriend and I's album, (laughs) when we first started dating, we just, we just clicked on this so much. We, we have so many inside jokes about Rob Thomas. And If You're Gone is definitely going to play at our um, fictitious wedding. So stay tuned for that. Um, Okay, Leave is, um, yeah, I really like the song. This uh, I can I can go so deep into Rob Thomas's songwriting, but he's got such a good way of telling a story and building it up and reminding you of what he's talking about in the second verse. Um, this seems like it's somebody who is on the the uh, receiving end of a a failed relationship, so they're the one that's being left. Um, that's the way I interpret it interpret it and they're kind of saying like I didn't he's saying I didn't think you'd ever get tired of me I didn't want to let it get away from me and then he kind of gets upset in the chorus saying but if that's how it's going to be straight out from underneath we'll see who's sorry now and it's just a poem it's just a, a an amazing song an amazing album um I just <laughs> There's so much to say about it. But the, the one thing I really love that Rob Thomas does, I don't know if I said this in his solo episode, but um, especially in these earlier Matchbox albums, he has a distinct range of vocals, but he has this way of enunciating these certain parts of these songs that are like, oh, that's a Matchbox song. Um, his solo stuff is a little bit different, but there's a a certain signature to the way Rob Thomas sings and the signature on this song is when he says at the end I'm the one you're leaving now just the way he holds that melody and kind of carries it off into something and he he grow th- this song kind of reminds me of back to good in a way it's like mad seasons back to good it has that same kind of like heavy energy and you know, the relationship is not working, obviously. Just like in Back to Good, you're talking about like a, an affair of sorts. So <laughs> um, it has the same vibe, but it's like a, a 2.0, basically. Um, and I just love this song. I love this whole album. This one is definitely a good one. Um, I want to go so deep into this album, but maybe for another time. <laughs> I've been wanting to do a Goo Goo Dolls versus Matchbox episode with my boyfriend, but... 
he's just not into it. So if there's anyone out there who wants to join me, I would die to do that. And I would be on the Goo Goo Doll side in this, in this um, fantasy episode. So let me know. <laughs> okay, let's head on to the next song. And then I might do two more. We'll see. I'm kind of enjoying this. All right, let's see. got a Goo Goo Dolls song, which is awesome. Um, this song is called Truth is a Whisper, and this song is from an album which I believe is one of the greatest albums ever. 
and that's um, Here Is Gone, which is, I think, their third album, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Um, yeah, this album means so much to me, and everything about music. I've, I've always said that John Resnick was the reason that I wanted to play guitar, and Dan Leas was the reason that I wanted to learn how to write songs. But I remember just, like, sitting and obsessing about the Goo Goo Dolls so much, and I, I do want to do a whole episode on them, like I said, but just taking a moment here to really appreciate Johnny Resnick and his songwriting. He's just a complete hero to me. Um, I would sit... Um, during the summers in high school and on the weekends after my brothers would go out to like party I would um, steal one of their cameras to record um, covers and put them on YouTube and no one knew that I had a YouTube channel but it was Goo Goo Doll songs and I would learn the drop tunings I would sit and like watch uh, fuzzy potato videos of them like on Jay Leno and um, anything, and I would watch, I would, I would try to see the, the chords, um, that John was playing, and then when I realized that he was in drop tuning, that's when I really had to, like, learn what chords were, because I would just kind of play it by, by looking at people's hands, so he taught me a lot just by being himself and writing, and, uh, he's just so great, so this song in particular, Truth is a Whisper, it's not my favorite off the album, but it's really, like, an authentic representation, I think, of Johnny Resnick transitioning to, um, the songwriter he is now, um, this one is definitely heavier, there is a darker energy with this whole album in general, because I think he was going through a divorce, if I'm not mistaken, and, um, he just has a really beautiful way of carrying, um, that energy and making it really poetic to me I just feel it in every one of his songs and um, he he's actually a really good guitar player I think I think people overlook him for that sometimes and this was an era where I think he was playing a Gretsch guitar a lot and you can hear the tone in that it's really kind of crunchy and messy and um, more kind of grunge where they came from um, well, I know they played punk music when they first started, but, you know, they kind of evolved. And, um, he, uh, yeah, he's just, he's just incredible. And this song actually kind of reminds me a little bit of A Boy Named Goo, which is their first album, because they have these really kind of grunge songs that are really, uh, deep and, um, in minor keys and kind of all over the place, but... Um, I don't know, I feel like this album was really him merging into this new version of himself, and it was really raw and really beautiful, and I love, I love all these songs on this album, I love Here Is Gone, I think that's my favorite song ever, ever written in the history of time, <laughs> but I'll talk about that on the Goo Goo Dolls, Artist Loving Artists, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's basically it, um, Johnny Razdick, you're my hero, and one day you're going to be on my podcast, I know it. And he actually has a, a radio show that's kind of similar to Artists Loving Artists that I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. It's called Chorus and Verse, and he actually had Rob Thomas on on one episode, and it was so cool because all they did was sit there and talk about how they write songs, and, you know, they're all kind of in the same world, and he's had like Jason Mraz and I think even the guy from Nickelback, um, but he's just, 
God, he seems like such a good guy. He's cool and he's funny and he's just himself. I just love him so much. I met him, um, man, this is turning into a Goo Goo Dolls episode. Um, I met him at a meet and greet once when I was really young and when I was really into them. Um, and I, man, I wanted it. I wanted to say so much to him, like all, all my heroes, but he is the reason I wanted to play guitar, and I hope I can tell him that when he's sitting on my podcast one day. Okay, I'll leave it up to that. Um, okay. Okay, so I decided I'm going to wrap it up. The next song was another Matchbox song, and I think we're all Matchboxed out for this episode. Um, this was really fun. This was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys, everyone who just, like, you know, even just tunes into my podcast. This means so much to me, and I love these these outlets that I have. I love artist-loving artists. I love um, my bird in a cage, and I'm just happy to provide stuff that will either just take your mind off things or can help you in some way. So um, if you're looking for some support, let me know. And otherwise, I hope you come back just to take your take the edge off and listen to some good music and, you know throw tomatoes at my iPod picks or clap in agreement. And um, if you are listening to this and you want to be on the Soto Shuffle Saturdays, let me know. I think I want to make this a segment for regular guests. Um, It's super fun because you don't know what's going to come up. (laughs) So I may do this again next Saturday. I'll see how it plays out. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you for all your support. Um, uh, Let's see. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Mina Soto underscore I don't know why I promoted my Instagram I was thinking of my bird in a cage podcast but seriously if you guys do need um are interested in in mind mindset coaching and anxiety help um check out my website minasoto.com you can see all my um services there and uh all the free content that I have okay you guys have a great Saturday and I'll see you next time bye